to SynXS. I'm Rob. And I'm Kelly. In this peaceful town, on these quiet streets, something terrifying, something horrifying is coming. Excuse me, we're closed. Get away from me! What the hell was it? A wild animal? This is really awful. Maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. What was it, wild animals? So what are you thinking? I'm thinking zombies. What? You know, the undead. Ghouls. Opening in theaters this weekend is Jim Jarmusch's new zombie comedy film, starring Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Tom Waits, Chloe Sevigny, Steve Buscemi, I always mess his name up, and... Just a cast of even more. Tilda Swinton is definitely somebody that should be mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly, what did you think of The Dead Don't Die? I thought it was a clever movie. It's kind of a slow burn, and it's got a lot of dry humor in it. So I don't know if it's for everybody, but I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's, uh, it's not your typical zombie movie. Definitely. It's centered more on the kind of quirkiness of the characters, more so than the zombies even. Uh, It's basically more how they are dealing with it and what their emotions are about it. Uh, But it, it was something that I enjoyed. Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. I wasn't sure what to expect when I went in. Um... I'd watched the trailer once or twice. I kind of avoided it. Um, I mostly went because Jim Jarmusch was one of my favorite directors in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Zombies. Tom Waits, Bill Murray, Iggy Pop. Um, mm-hmm. This, I mean, I can't imagine a more perfect cast for me. And it took me a minute to get into the world that he was building. I... I don't know why I wasn't expecting a comedy. I probably should have been. I don't think comedy when I think Jarmusch, even though he has done several like things that are kind of <laughs> that are pretty hilarious. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I was uh, drawn in. I really liked the chemistry between Adam Driver and Bill Murray. Adam Driver super continues to impress me. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that he isn't just uh kylo kylo ren all the time and ending up in that kind of stuff he seems like seems like a a guy who really picks scripts and interesting projects to to do i don't even think kylo ren is his best work no not at all he really brought his character to life like he's a little bit dry and deadpan in Mm -hmm. his delivery uh there's some really hilarious visual gags of (laughs) Him and his car. I don't know how much spoilers we want to get into. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, uh, Well, one of them that we don't have to spoil too much is, um, of course, with a zombie movie, there comes dead bodies, right? 
and uh, the first couple of bodies that um, that um, Adam Driver and Bill Murray's characters, who happen to be like a small town sheriffs, um, the first bodies that they come across, um, they go in and each one of them go in and have this kind of blank stare when they come back out and they have no other explanation except that it could be large animals or zombies there's there's or it could be an animal or several animals <laughs> yes it could be it could be yes and everybody's kind of got the same um idea and i think that it was really hilarious to me that that there was no explanation for the zombies to come um and there's... Yeah, Adam Driver seemed to jump to that conclusion yeah, immediately. Yeah, he's like, it's definitely zombies. For no reason whatsoever. Right. It's and everybody he told, they're like... No evidence. <laughs> and nobody was surprised by his um, his idea of what was going on. They're like, yeah, it's probably zombies. Bill Murray seemed to question him, like, really? That's where you're going to go with this? Mm-hmm. And when he was said, yeah, he was like, okay, I'm all he's in, like, I guess. Yeah, he's like, let's <laughs> go zombies. get all of our weapons. Let's go warn gonna, everybody. Yeah. And um, I, so they did a really good job. I like that um, Chloe Sevignon was a little, she was like the only, um, the only character who was actually responding to the problem in any kind of correct way. She was a little bit hysterical and which made it even more funny. And uh, I liked it. I also liked um, Steve Buscemi. He is always plays kind of like, the outcast or the jerk or whatever, but um, he was a little bit over the top for this one, and I liked it. He he did a good job. Agreed. I loved Bill Murray's deadpan delivery. Like Bill Murray is one of those people that you just can't help but love. Period. Anyway, you can just be Bill Murray being Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, as an actor, I I find that he doesn't get enough credit. I mean, mm-hmm. he. That's true. I remember watching um, an adaptation of The Razor's Edge, which bombed horribly at the box office. Man, that must have been in the 80s. Um, it was a very, very serious role, and uh, it, it kind of killed his chances. It wasn't until later on when Sofia Coppola put him in. Lost in Translation? Yes, Lost in Translation, thank you. Um, that he really started to like kind of make headway with getting serious roles. Because mm-hmm. he is he is so much more than just a comedic actor. Uh-huh, he's a great serious actor. But he seemed like he had kind of just seen some shit in his life, and this was more shit that he was seeing. <laughs> he was just like, oh well, mm-hmm. the world's gone to shit. Which was funny because... Doesn't surprise him. Yeah, it was funny because they were in a super small town with, like, one diner and one hotel and one gas station and one kind of party store, novelty store. Um, It had everything together in this store. So it was obviously a small town. I think it said it was, like, 700 people that lived in this town. I like the the sign outside. It was uh, Centerville. A nice place to be. It was like population 735 or something. And that just struck me as really funny. Like mediocrity is like a real nice place to be. Just be in the center. Um, And that kind of ties into some of the 
uh, commentary, the social commentary of the film, which deals with basically America as it is right now. Mm-hmm. And I imagine being in the center and mm-hmm. not really wanting to partake in either side mm-hmm. is probably kind of a nice place to be. Yep. But meanwhile, the the world's being destroyed by the fracking uh, yeah. and they just keep denying that this is happening. And yep. I love that, uh, Chloe, I think it was Chloe Sevigny was like, well, they keep saying that that's not true. And everybody just kind of right, looks like, at her like, what? It's true, Chloe. It's yeah. true. So it was good to where some, I did hear, uh, when, when they were leaving, I heard people behind us say, well, that was disappointing. Oh, and, really? From the theater? Yeah, and uh, truthfully, like, you know, I'm going to date myself here, but um, I wasn't even sure who any of the actors that were in the, uh, like... Ohio group? The Children's Center or whatever, oh, the, uh-huh. the Troubled Kids group. And I, it, it I sounded like either. they were, they came into the movie for those characters. Because mm-hmm. I heard one say, yeah, like, we'll see where this... Um, the storage closet goes and it apparently it goes it leads right out of this movie is what they said and i was like yeah those characters really yeah they that yeah. was wasted time because there was no reason to or follow was those it? characters maybe there's a follow-up uh-oh I don't know. yeah jim jarmusch is gonna create a sequel yeah um it's interesting too that this is the first jim jarmusch movie to actually receive a wide release um, I thought that was interesting. I actually read on the IMDb a little piece of trivia that um, Iggy, like Iggy Pop, who plays a zombie pretty early in the film, he actually asked Jarmouche for a backstory and um, for like, what what's, what's my story here? Mm-hmm. And apparently he and his girlfriend were on the way to a Blue Oyster Cult concert when uh... they were like hit by a car and died so that's why they're all dressed up like ready to go uh uh-huh like Um, uh early 90s rockers yep and i I, I did like that um it's a little bit romero-esque in that because you know zombies are ripe for social commentary Mm -hmm. because they were created by romero and night living dead dawn of the dead um this was a little bit there, you know, there was riffing on that, like mm-hmm. um, Selena Gomez had her car, which was the exact same model as the one in Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, like in Night of the Living Dead, they're drawn to the mall for commercialism. And in this, they're also <laughs> drawn towards things that they like to indulge in. Mm-hmm. Um, coffee. And which was interesting. Toys, toys coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they used kids as zombies, too. Yeah. It's, they always shy away from that and... Um, Nothing says comedy like dead little kids. Well, so. I mean, it was nice to see. We want all every all the actors to get jobs, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I did like that some of the characters had reactions to seeing people that they knew. Um, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You uh, mean like the living characters? Yep. Yeah. That um, was good. And I also, have... we haven't mentioned at all um, Tom Waits, who has a long relationship with Jim Jarmusch and... Um, I saw his name and I don't know, I was just expecting that he would be kind of a guy that you saw once in a while, Mm -hmm. but it was nice that he was, he was in the movie a lot. Yeah. He was one of the main characters, I would say. And narrating too a lot. Yeah. And, 
He um, was kind of the guy who, um, who he was the guy who knew the most about what was going on. Because you think that he, the way his character is, you would think that he is, um, you know, maybe a little not really with the current social situation and he keeps to himself and without giving too much away he's you assume that he's just kind of like out there and crazy but really when he starts talking he's very intelligent and he knows what's going on and um he has he's watching everything with his uh binoculars and just really soaking it all in and he's like yep they're zombies Yep. One thing that I also do want to mention, um, a disappointment for me. Well, two things. One, I actually like, I was going to say the, the effects of the movie, the special effects and things like that. Like I really loved the way the moon looked. That was amazing. Um, I get it. Like I'm a purist, but, um, I much would have rather have seen practical effects than these digital effects that they Mm -hmm. had. Like, um, I just, I hate that stuff. I don't yeah. know. Like, and I know that what you're saying, like, at the end, I don't want to also spoil that, too, but um, at the end, when, in Tilda Swinton's scene, um, it looked, she had some practical effects done with her, and um, compared to the other effects in the movie, it looked like maybe they wanted it, Jim Jarmusch wanted it to look kind of... Uh, a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Be- because I can't imagine that being really what it was. It kind of did not fit in. But then again, I'm yeah. I'm not a big. I don't know a lot about his work, so I don't know if he just throws no, that stuff in. This there. is definitely. Um, I have to admit, as much as I love Jarmusch, I haven't followed his more recent films. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, the Jarmusch I know that was completely thoroughly out of place and but it was welcome as a as a person who loves that kind of stuff i i thought it was hilarious mm-hmm. but the uh the effects that bothered me were the like i like the zombie makeup effects but when the zombies die which they have to um <laughs> yeah. sever the head is like the rule in this like movie not yeah. not just shoot kill the brain but you have to sever the head but a lot of that was just digital effects or I don't know, maybe it was practical effects enhanced digitally, but it it looked mm-hmm. digital to me, and I I wasn't crazy about that. I want my zombie films to be latex and blood and gore and mm-hmm. just. Yep, there was no blood in this. Ah, that's not true. Actually, what? like in the oh, diner, yeah, I guess there was so, some there blood, was. and I thought I actually thought interesting with... too because you had mentioned that earlier, like when people go and see these bodies, like their reactions uh-huh. um their reactions are the same but i actually think they used the exact same footage they just, when they showed the body yeah they did it, it was, was from the same angle same footage it was really funny each person walked in looked at each body the same way they walked to the same spot in the diner and was just like huh nobody was stunned nobody cried out it was just like it was interesting but um I, uh, you're right, there was blood, but not so much, there wasn't blood with the zombies. They were dusty, kind of. Yeah. So that I did was like different. the, it felt like yeah. their heads were full of dust. Yeah, and I, I know like that, that. It's impossible to do that without the computer graphics. I don't know. I mean, but it, was, it was okay. I'm going to live with it. But, um, Tilda Swinton, too, like, she was great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I really liked her character. Uh, super awkward. Yeah, she was, she was awkward and 
cool and she had kind of uh I, I they never explain how she got there or why she got there or what she's doing um but she's kind of like a na a new person to the neighborhood and she comes to take over a funeral home which is um that's kind of her place in the movie um and then then her character develops further and she becomes more a central part of the film i did like her makeup work in the funeral home she like the corpses she was <laughs> yeah. like basically making them look like divine yeah which totally. was great yeah and she was she's scottish and it looked like she had a fashion magazine from like 1970s glam rock mm. and uh she was using that as an example of what how she was going to make up her um, corpses and get them ready for viewing and uh that was pretty hilarious that was i i enjoyed the film i would definitely recommend it to people who like irreverent comedies mm -hmm. um the film's a little self-aware which kind of bothered me like but also like i was like ah you know whatever i'm, I'm willing to accept this like i uh the movie gained my trust and i was willing to just follow it where it wanted to go but i i definitely recommend it mm -hmm. and yeah, I recommend it too. Don't go um, thinking, don't go to this movie thinking that you are going to see um, a big, huge lineup of all these A-list stars because I like the way that they did it. But some of the bigger stars, like um, uh, like Selena Gomez and Iggy Pop and those, they're in the movie for very little. And I like when they aren't pushed down your throat and they're used just sparingly. Um, but not everybody likes that. And, you know, sometimes they go to see people, um, specifically like the lady behind us that was yeah. complaining about those kids in the, yeah. in the home, but I would definitely recommend it. And, um, I would also recommend that you see it in the theater. I think that that's one thing I was thinking is if you watch this movie alone at home on home video mm -hmm. like it's not going to play nearly as well as in the theater with the crowd responding to the jokes and uh -huh. laughing like it i've heard more people it laugh felt alive more than i've heard in a long time i absolutely yeah a lot of people got the subtle jokes and i think that they liked the subtle jokes because we don't get barely any of that now in recent films and um it's not a movie to take kids to, not because it's gory, but because they won't get it. They won't get that kind of humor that's being used in it. So other than that, I think that it was, I think that it was really a, a good surprise. Thank you for taking me for date night. Yeah. So uh, that's our thoughts on Jim Jarmusch's The Dead Don't Die that's in theaters now. Go see it.